0: So come on you vixens, big game ahead. (laughs)
1: Welcome to episode 32 of the Bristol City Vixencast, a podcast all about Bristol City women. Don't forget to give us a follow on social media, on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Bristol City Vixencast and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review when you can. My name is Shahan Mia
0: And I am DM Withers. I'm Nat Brown. Yes, and we've just watched a really exciting 2-1 victory for Bristol Woo! City women Woo! at the Robbins High Performance Centre, um, Dancing Hands, Happy Faces... Um, General exuberant feelings. Goals from Melissa Johnson on the 58th minute, penalty. Amy Palmer, 66th minute, free kick, and Sunderland um, pulled one back in the 84th minute with a goal from Charlotte Potts. So we're going to talk about five takeaway points from the match. And the first thing we're going to talk about is set pieces, the goals. Yeah. Um, So
2: we attacked all game. I feel like we tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. And uh, what we were talking about last week was, if you try and try and try and nothing happens, what else have you got? And the answer was set pieces. And today we didn't score from open play, but we scored uh, two from uh, uh, closed play, maybe it's called. Um, so yeah, scored a pen and scored a free kick. Brilliant, nice and easy. It makes it look really simple, doesn't it?
1: Before we start recording, uh, unfortunately we haven't seen any of the footage back because today's game was broadcast live on Robins TV. So. I think I can assume that today's uh, the penalty was indeed a penalty. Uh, I didn't see any complaints from the Sunderland fans, but I think there was just at least one <laughs> that we met today, the Ian from the Red and White Army. Um, but yeah, Mithilis Johnson's Johnson uh, scored, scored that penalty, a simple penalty. Um, I, I think I've seen better, but then I've also seen worse as well. But yeah, the goal I have to talk about is Amy Palmer's goal because I don't think she meant it. <laughs> Do you think she meant it?
2: I think if you're gonna kick the ball really hard in windy, wet conditions, have your centre, f- um, have all your big players up there and kick it at the goal, <laughs> and something's gonna happen that's good. So I don't think she necessarily meant it, but she was clever enough to make that the plan B. You know, if if no one was, if it wasn't gonna take a nick off someone and slide in, then straight in. That's brilliant. Yeah, really, really good free kick. Um, yeah get it on target and then even if someone diverts it in or it goes straight in that's win-win isn't it so i thought that was really really canny and we should have been shooting from further out the whole game because the ball playing along the floor was a bit of a nightmare so yeah i thought it was really clever to yeah not bounce it not do anything silly just just uh give it a good old whack and hit it the goal and uh yeah it was brilliant it was absolutely
1: fantastic mm. And I was mentioning before, um, before we started recording, that that goal, even though it wasn't, um, today's goal was a free kick, the distance between, uh, of the goal it really reminded me a lot of Jana Daniels' goal, even though that was from open play, uh, against Brighton at Twenton Park, just the distance and just seeing how she managed to get that from pretty much near the halfway line. And, yeah. and I think I was just saying at the time to you too, that like, I didn't know whether she meant that one either as hmm. well. But I don't think Amy got help. Pump might ever score a better goal like that ever again. I'm I mean, looking, she, she could try. But
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing it um, back because I have to confess, I was actually I don't know what I was doing at the other at the time that she struck that ball, but I, I wasn't actually looking at the the, the action, so um, it was rather a surprise to me that it, when it flew into the goal. But um, going back to the penalty decision i would say it was definitely a penalty i um, saw that one really clearly it was, it she was did this clear. like
2: melissa johnson she did this little scoopy pass didn't she really slow pass that was probably meant to just like dink over the defender but instead of dinking over it just looked like it just hit her outstretched arm so yeah it's kind of like that's a penalty that's going to be given and given and given because it was it wasn't like it was close range but it was really slow Mm-hmm. and yeah i just think it's unfortunate for the player they, they i don't think they were doing it deliberately but it was really like i've got my arms wide out here and the ball just dunk,
0: just and, plods into it and, and absolutely yeah. no hesitation from the referee whatsoever oh, yeah. it, it was, was just like pointing yeah. to the spot straight away yeah. yeah and we deserved that as well let's face it we, we were... spent a long time
2: in their box yeah. so yeah if we weren't going to score then we should have got a penalty so yeah good good effort
1: yeah, we we couldn't really see the penalty because it was at the other end from where we were. Or at the end is, am I right in thinking we can call it the flag end now because that's where all the flags seem to be hung up? Mm
0: hmm. Yeah. Flag end, yeah. Flag end, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't have, well, they don't, the stands don't have it. Names do they at the Robins High Performance Not Center? Not as far as I know. So, no. Yeah, so there we are. Flag end. Flag end. And our stand is the. Stand. Is the stand. So, <laughs> unless we are told otherwise, we should find out. Um, If it does actually have a name, because they usually they give them names, you know, fancy names, don't they, to celebrate and remember and Mm -hmm. honour people. Let's let's find that out. And um, well, I saw it and it was good. Just kicked it, went in. Yeah, for sure. Mel Johnson. Yeah, brilliant. Um, But to go back to the free kick, I agree with you about just you know needing to just just shoot at the goal because that for me was a major problem actually. Well, not a major problem, but still, I think we are too tippy tappy trying to open teams up i think we need to i still think we need to shoot more and just shoot just shoot yeah there
2: were a lot of times today when we were kind of had an extra pass whereas where maybe a shot would have been more effective just because today it was the ball wasn't moving how you'd expect it to move because it was getting slowed up a lot um so those those small passes are going to be quite affected by that so um yeah i think you know shots off the ground would have been more effective today um yeah but it was they were difficult conditions for everyone to play in the ball was moving in ways that you wouldn't expect it to um there was really visible splash coming off most of the pitch wasn't there but there were certain patches like both goal mounts, were pretty bad um despite lots of work being done to clear them yeah and it being a really really good pitch
0: well, that's that's actually that's one
1: of our other points, which is we play in the rain. We do, mm. so yeah. I was gonna um, mention that um, one last thing quickly about this first point is the fact that even though we got a goal from we pieces, do you think it's a concern once again that we still haven't had a goal from open play? At least not since like the opening game against Palace.
2: Uh, I'm still not concerned, no, because we just won. Oh. <laughs> and we got you know like two of those games out of you know out of those three games where we've not scored, we've got four points, so. Um, yeah it's not a, it's going to be a concern for me if we're not scoring and we're not making opportunities and we're not getting any points um, but I'm not feeling concerned at the moment because our endeavour has led to goals or it's led to positive things so uh, yeah I'm not concerned I yeah it's not really
0: yeah it's not i not concerned really but I just I just think it would I think that I would encourage them to to shoot more that was that would be my, my main my main point if I was going to oops um going to make any kind of criticism of and it's not a criticism it's just an observation that the it would be I think an, a good idea just to have an early shot a bit more more often than not rather than trying to you know continually trying to open teams up um you know t- there's been, often been times when too many balls have been passed there's been too many passes so yeah um but yeah that's that's it but do you want to talk about the rain because the rain was that was our other point extreme wasn't it? Wasn't so it? today uh
2: the bbc weather forecast said that it wasn't going to rain um and then it really did yeah. like horrifically horrifically rain mm. um throughout almost the entire game i know there were spells of sun but it didn't really make up for it
1: I saw the same weather forecast as well, Nat, and even the club tweeted the song lyric, uh, the sun is shining, the rev- weather is sweet, so I hope I got that right, but yeah, basically they were hoping that it'll be sunny as well, and uh, listeners um, who may not be based in, in the England at the, at the moment, um, yeah, England, or pretty much most of the UK is going through a, a bad spell of heavy torrential rain all across this weekend, and it affected football games, uh, not just today, but also yesterday as well, uh, as I was in Peterborough watching British Seamen win there, and that game got really soaked as well. <laughs> and luckily, um, as, as it was yesterday and today, the stand we were in was had a really big roof, so we didn't get wet, to be fair.
2: Mm, but only because we were stood behind the seats, because other people got wet. Oh, yeah, we did see some people move out from their <laughs> seats. Yeah. Bit of a design flaw there. The roof doesn't stop the wet um, but but, the, but
0: given the rain, the pitch was pretty solid, wasn't it? The, Held game, up.
2: the game happened. And apart from a few, I mean, like, obviously, the pitch is not like it doesn't make it harder for one team. It's, it's equally difficult for both teams. So it's not really like an issue of advantage or anything, but it just kind of changes the way the ball plays. And I think that affected not the game as a whole but like moments in the game. So there was a ridiculous moment for us in the first half when the ball was, you know, flashed across the goal and then across the goal and then across the goal. And each time bouncing in a puddle, which were massively diverting it, even if it might've been off target anyway. It just kind of just ended up looking a bit ridiculous. It was Harrison and Beaver Jones, wasn't it? Mm. They'd, they'd made a brilliant break and they were just kind of, and they just seemed to just like flash it across the goal three times, whereas if any of those if any of those things had been not on the ground they might have resulted in a goal but at some point before it got to them or or after they kicked it it touched the ground which just totally made it all like divert course yeah so you kind of I guess you imagine the ball's coming your way and then it hits the ground and just stops so you've got to completely change your path and yeah it just looked a bit it looked a bit ridiculous and there were quite a few times like that I think Mel Johnson did quite a lot of She was driving from a little bit deeper quite often and then be like a moment where you think she's going to strike it and then the ball would just be like stuck under her foot again. I think that's probably because of the conditions as opposed to what she can do with the football. So it was just moments in the game, whereas actually the game itself was brilliant. Mm. It was really, really good fun. And, you know, people were just throwing themselves about a lot, weren't they? They were really like going for it. So I think the conditions kind of added quite a lot to the game they made it really fun to watch but it they did make it there was a couple of times when it was a bit frustrating and i felt like because we were in a lot more possession than we were the ones suffering from the lack of kind of uh predictable pass Mm -hmm. so um yeah but we still like i said we still managed to win and it was still a really really good game and yeah
1: i mean there was weapons in Smith's push match interview on the club's as Social media, where I think there was a joke made about like, uh, if the rain could be there every week, so we have a better chance of winning. But
0: it was it was certainly very rainy. And I think something to um, remember from that game was Abby Harrison's shot against the bar because that just seemed yep. like it was just how did that hit the bar? It was yeah, and and again, her really her quick thinking. She seems to just see the goal and hit it, and
2: yeah, she does when she yeah she can she can do that from all around the pitch really can't she she doesn't mind having her back to goal facing the goal she'll just she can just shoot so we've had another chance there we it's hit the woodwork just like last week that might have been a bit of a different story as well I think if we would just started scoring early we probably would have got quite a lot because mm-hmm. um, we just kept going and going and going and going so um yeah and she did she had an offside, um, another, offside goal. another offside goal didn't she so I think you know um, I think we talked about that last week as well we've we've kind of we've been scoring just <laughs> they've been offside mm, um, but another great performance from Abby Harrison she was brilliant yeah she was really really great wasn't she yeah she's just strong and um, organises people well I think mm. that's her main strength
1: I was worried she had to come off with some sort of injury because when when the game got paused briefly because I think she landed badly on her foot or I think someone I think that someone collided with her foot but I think she seems to be okay now but
2: yeah, I think she got stood on. Oh, I see. Um, uh, but yeah, she was fine in the end. But yeah, I think I do think that could have been a penalty. Mm-hmm. And there was quite a lot of fouls flying around right there today, mm-hmm. quite a yeah. lot of squashing people out. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was nice to see the floodlights on for the first time. When it got really dark, and due to like the heavy rain, and I was speaking to yeah, speaking to YouTube before before start recording. Like the next home game uh, will be on the. After the clock change at the end of October when it will get darker even earlier. So at least we have a preview of what the floodlights will look like yeah, when it turned on.
2: Yeah, looking forward to it. I love games under the floodlights. Just don't like them when they're meant to be a
0: daytime kickoff. And um, our third point is Sunderland and not even Durham. So what, what do we mean by that?
2: Well, oh, I mean by that that they didn't really, didn't really offer a lot because I was expecting... Um, them to be very, very tough and uh, create a lot and have more possession and be, uh, yeah, just be generally quite terrifying, uh, like Durham ended up being, because Durham were kind of like, first half were like, okay, Durham are okay, and then second half they just kind of just turned on us, didn't they, and just went Durham, and Sunderland just didn't, they just didn't do it, whereas I thought they'd be the better side, I thought they'd be more technical and have more quality um as well as being really resilient but um they just maybe today was a bit of an off day for them but they didn't yeah they just didn't I didn't feel frightened even when they got their goal back I didn't really feel like that was going to happen again I felt as long as we didn't give away a free kick or a corner they wouldn't they wouldn't even have a sniff I just didn't really feel like they created anything, did they? Fran Bentley didn't make a save.
1: No. And, um, yeah, up until, like, recent fixtures, Sunderland were top of the table, undefeated, and then last week, um, as we were recording at the time, they were <laughs> 1-0 down to Lewis, but literally as soon as we finished recording, um, I think, uh, yeah, Sunderland scored their own goal, and that's how, no, Lewis scored their own goal, that's how Sunderland managed to equalise in the end, and yeah, and today it was actually their first loss of the season, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm like I was expecting this to be a really important game. I mean, it, it is an, an important game, but not for the reasons um, that it, t- it turned out to be. Um, but yeah, as speaking of Sunderland, um, I just want to give a shout out to the Roku report, the uh, Sunderland fan channel and website for having myself on their live Twitter show on Monday Monday night, and also for having DM uh, contribute to a piece that they did previewing today's game. So thank you to the Roku Report, uh, and yeah, best of luck with the rest of the season to you guys. And and also, speaking of um it was also nice to see Vixen in disguise, Grace McCatty, who I never really... I mean, when I, the few games I saw for Bristol Academy, I, I, I can't recall off the top of my head of whether she played in them or not. Um, but yeah, it was very nice to speak to her after the game. And also, thank you for the photo, Grace. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, um, DM and I, I'm guessing you two have many fond memories of Grace oh absolutely
2: yeah she's um she was really brilliant for bristol um she played for us for years and years uh always incredibly tough competitor um really good footballer but really like yeah just really liked the way she went about things and um yeah rumor has it that she was like that in training all the time as well and if the academy kids came into training she would just kind of like throw them over the hoardings when she was tackling them and stuff (laughs) which i fully admire shouldn't you know, shouldn't treat them as if they're children. Should treat them as if they're adults and then they'll learn.
1: And <laughs> I think it was nice today, like, like we specify our Vixen in Disguise chant because usually whenever we do that chant, as fans, we don't usually say the player's name, but this time we did. I, I, did, I, I thought I was a bit affectionate. Yeah, I yeah. think
2: Grace had earned that. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, she, she also she joined us uh, for that amazing watch along, didn't she? Oh, with Corinne Yorston oh, and just um, the football mind of she's Grace McCatty. Fantastic. Is,
0: yeah. I felt like I learnt more about like life and football <laughs> through just spending like an hour with her on Zoom. Than, <laughs> um, but you know, she's. I mean, even as a, even off the pitch, she's a phenomenal human being. I think she really is. She does amazing work in her professional life, and she's doing all the coaching as well. Um, yeah an amazing person what, big fans big fans of Grace McCatty and her dad I have to say it was <laughs> lovely to see Mr McCatty and have a chat and we sang him a song as well mm. so Grace
1: McDaddy uh, Grace Do-
0: Mac- Grace McDaddy yeah <laughs> um, so yeah Grace come back to Bristol we love you but you're probably staying up in the North now aren't you so um But yeah, they didn't offer much Sunderland, and I was like, I concur with you both. I I was surprised, and they didn't look bad. It was not
2: not not to like kind of insult them, but it's just like I was really expecting a lot from them because they were unbeaten thus far. And Mm. actually, if you think about Lewis and Liverpool and the other teams that we've played against. I felt like they all had either a player that was like, so like Aisi for Lewis. Mm. She really stands out as being exceptional mm-hmm. um, or the organization of team, you know, and Palace even, they just like, absolutely just like startled us, you know, whereas Sunderland never had I uh, like a standout player or a standout moment. Mm. They were just a bit flat. So that's, what, that's what makes makes me think they were maybe having a bit of a bad day mm-hmm. because they can't, they must be they must be better than that i think they were i think they maybe just didn't didn't really turn up because yeah to, yeah to beat people in the championship you've got to play really well
0: you have to turn up don't
2: you yeah every,
0: there's no way if you don't if, if you, you don't, don't bother if yeah. you don't not
2: not bother but if you just don't have the good game you don't get anything out of it that's like that's what we've seen like if you don't turn up the only time we haven't turned up
0: We've really been beaten, and that was the Durham game. But I think the difference today actually was everybody played really well um, in in this our team. In our team, yeah. And I think that's brilliant. probably what the difference is. Is that maybe there was a few players for Sunderland? who weren't. He who were. You know, they weren't having bad games, but they were Just didn't do what they normally did. Didn't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we everybody everybody on the pitch today was was very very good, and um, we're going to come to the next um, point, which just going to hand over to... Hi,
2: I'm Brooke Aspin and you're listening to Bristol City Cast. Brooke Aspin, there he'll you go. You'll never beat Brooke Aspin. You'll never beat Brooke Aspin. Okay, so she's a um, point of her own today.
0: She is a point of her own because she was, I thought, amazing. I really, I just thought she had the best game I've seen her play and I was just like, one of the best games I think I've seen, you know, somebody in a Bristol shirt play. I know that's quite extreme to say that but I just think the, the level of composure. So she can defend, but that distribution, three or four, five passes that she... Defence splitting, uh, defence opening, what am I talking about? Just playing out and... She played
2: out but what was good about her passes, okay? So we all know that, like, Centaurs have got... Usually they've got a pass in them, haven't they? So Steph Horton's got that diagonal pass, yeah? Yeah. But that's all that's she does. She does it really, really well, but that's her only pass. Yeah, so Brooke Aspin today did all the passes. Mm-hmm. From as you would want to see distributed from a centre half, she played it diagonally across out to both wings. She played it along the floor beautifully through the middle, through the middle to Abby Harrison. Oh,
0: that was just that was did that twice. Beautiful.
2: That was like and so did Fran Bentley. Did you see that? That was really amazing. Um and then but she'd also played it. She was playing it out to um deeper and and higher up uh, midfielders as well and. Yeah, just and also playing it to Satara Murray and playing it to a fullback as well. So she played, I think it's possible that she passed the ball to everybody today, which that's quite remarkable, isn't it? And I think she did an, an amazing job. She had, it was something of the Jazz Matthews mm-hmm. in the passing today because not only did she pass, she passed to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like really long ball either because it was really clever and really like it wasn't just lumping Accurate. it forward. It, accuracy, exactly, yeah. and pick and so people could do something with it. You know, she knew in her mind that someone was either gonna come deep and collect it, or she knew in her mind that someone was gonna turn with it. Or it looked, yeah, it was it was perfect distribution, and and she had a flawless game because while
0: she was on the pitch we didn't concede so she was absolutely extraordinary and i, I do think we missed her last week um i think that was you know i, I do think that was kind of the not the difference but yeah mm. we missed her
1: yeah and your, your idea i mean of course like yeah she returned from a one match suspension and yeah the other changes to the styling lineup as well as aspen was um yeah, so aspen replacing name La- La- lazelle and melissa johnson um come replacing simon Jamat. Uh, but we've already talked about Melissa Johnson's impact, and of course with Brooke Aspen, yeah, as Nat said, um, we didn't concede the goal when she uh, when she was on the pitch and then she got subbed off. And I'm not sure if our sub was intended or she did actually did suffer like a really bad fall or some really bad. She
2: got injury. injured. I thought yeah. she was just having cramp, kind of stretched out of her legs. So um, I hope it's not serious. Hopefully, it won't be. If she's, if she's got the physio stretching cramp out, which is what was happening, wasn't it? Then it's probably not. You know, because a physio wouldn't say, "Do you want me to stretch this out?" unless they were very, very certain that it was cramp. Otherwise, you're going to do more damage. So, yeah, I know that's what happened to Flo Allen. She looked like she had cramp, and then, uh, and then it wasn't cramp because she's not played yet since. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't, yeah, I don't think the physio would do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Um. I mean, speaking of Flo Allen, uh, yeah, she was the guest once again on today's Robin's TV coverage with Dan White and. None of us know how that went because we didn't watch it because we were at the game itself. So, hopefully, there will be an update. I think it was a there 2
0: 1, there? I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, well, I'll look forward to listening back to um Flo's commentary. Um, absolutely, on that. Flo's uh, flow, Flo's flows flow, yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely 100. Greg has been player of the match, not that we've had player of the matches, but she was brilliant. But so was Satara Murray, and them two together, it's just like it's just. Just like watching the most lovely thing. But also Fionn Morgan was really good today. She was fantastic. And Leah Cataldo. They were The whole defence was just like... They can all defend.
2: This is actually about all four of them and Fran Bentley. So all five of them. They can all defend and they can all attack. Because Mm -hmm. Satara Murray can pass the ball. Brooke Aspin can pass the ball. Fran Bentley can pass the ball. Cataldo and Fionn Morgan don't pass like the devil as much but they can beat anyone yeah they've got they've got like all those lovely triangles like especially with Izzy cook uh Fion Morgan like making triangles making progress up the pitch they can pass they can move I think it's like it's a really good it's, it's a really, really good, good base and this is what we were talking about as well previously um I think this probably brings us on to our final point which is about you know wow. diamonds are forever we've called this point so I got the impression that Bristol were playing like a four at the back, then the two midfielders, Quicken and Palmer, and then it looked to me as if it was a diamond up front with the four players, Harrison at the top of it, uh, Izzy Cook and Beaver Jones switching wings, and Mel Johnson sitting deep, coming to collect the ball very, very often. I think that really solved a lot of problems from last week with Mel Johnson coming to collect the ball Because it also, it was another pass, it was another outward pass for Brooke Aspin to make. So you could always go from defence to attack really, really easily. She was coming deep. Then a lot of uh, the Sunderland defenders were kind of dropping off her. So very, very often she was able to drive kind of 20 yards or so and make tons of progress. It seemed as though the final pass or shot didn't kind of quite come off today. But if that's what we're going to do in the future... I think that's a really, really effective thing. And like I said, I think the weather had a lot to do with final passes today because quite often amazing things would happen and then the ball would just kind of bobble away in a way that you wouldn't want to see. So if that's what we're going to do, I think it really beefed up our midfield. And it, to me, it looked a lot clearer. because I know we kept saying they're swapping positions all the time. They're swapping positions. They're really fluid. But for me, it was a lot clearer that it didn't matter who, but someone should always be in these positions. And it was a lot more clear where one one should be. Someone should be coming deep. And there was a really beautiful moment as well, actually, where um, Palmer went to Harrison. Harrison dropped it off to um, Johnson. And then she had a shot and it didn't quite come off. But you can definitely see... I'm moving my hands around a lot now because I can see it. I'm not sure if I'm describing it well. But so you can see the pass and how it would work. So from base of midfield up to the top of the diamond, down to the bottom of the diamond and then in the goal. It it looked beautiful and you could kind of see that's what we're going for and it gives us another option and the other options are Izzy Cook, Beaver Jones, long passes, tons of stuff going on today. It was brilliant. Yeah, I think good. that diamond is wonderful and even if we don't use it all the time, it's a really, really good option.
0: It's a good option and I imagine you could play like Jamat the at, the Melissa- at the top. Or yeah, but yeah. yeah, Melissa Johnson. It was it was great to see Melissa Johnson on the pitch from the start. I was you know I, I think I, I'd like to see her more um, starting matches personally, but
1: you know yeah. I just wanted to say um, I love like this last point is co- it's called diamonds are forever. Purely based on the time of the new the new James Bond film coming out.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, you know me, Shahan. Yeah. Always pop po- culture, po- culture. pop pop. pop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, yeah, did but see, like, like, I did see there is a Bond film. I knew yeah, that. But I knew obviously, that. like, it's a pop culture reference from, like, the 1970s or something, <laughs> isn't it? Whenever that film came out. She she was was nice and so. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly
1: Danderema. Danderema. I think it was, yeah, it was the last Sean Connery Bond film, or Eon, anyway, because Never Say Never Again, 10 years later, was that unofficial Bond film. But again, uh, I'm probably, I'm digressing, so. <laughs>
0: did you go see it the other day? Yes, yeah, so so I it saw it on
1: opening night on Thursday, and yeah, yeah I, I can't be. Is it sexist
0: anymore? Because it's, you know.
1: I mean... I was hoping it wouldn't be because Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag and other such performing things, she's one of the co-writers. Oh, yes, she yes, no, code.
0: yes, no. In your opinion, yes, no.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it sexist anymore, Shan? No. Oh.
2: Okay. I was expecting that. I'm not going to find out though, because that's.
1: I mean, in, in the overall summary, you've asked for a yes or no. Yeah, I no, ex- I did. I did.
0: I did oh, you said yeah. there's possibly bits which, which
1: possible, but yeah, just... we'll, we'll talk about that on the British Sea Bondcast. So yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, sounds like a kind of financial. Um, I was you know. thinking slightly more <laughs> sexy, <laughs> the Bondcast. Um, so yeah, so so that's good. So some some structural or formation. Um doctoring that has yes well done, have... lauren Smith well done, Lauren Smith and well, well actually I well imagine done.
2: imagine that's... if that's not what was happening at all, and I've just <laughs> completely got it wrong. I've just made up some weird
0: formation, well, hopefully, maybe Lauren would tell us if if you're listening to this Lauren, which we don't know if you are, do Probably. let us know if if we are right, well, actually if Nat's right because let's face it Shahan and I just talk about you know James Bond or whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> really understanding this the the formation no sorry you you are um. That's a level of detail that um, was slightly beyond me, but uh, it was maybe very I interesting. Maybe we've always been playing that, <laughs> and it just didn't. And it's not the and today,
2: and today was like that's the right four to do that, right? Maybe we have because we often have those four players or similar four players, don't we? Mm. Maybe we have always been playing that, but today it came off and it looked, it looked like that. Mm. You know, I think. Harrison often comes deep. Yeah. But based on what I saw today, maybe she's not the best player to do that because she plays really well with her back to goal. And if you're playing from deep, you actually want that person to be driving forward and you want Harrison with back to goal so she can knock it off to someone to to shoot. I think today was very, yeah. It, it was, was good. It was thumbs the right...
0: <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs in up summary. From, thumbs up from Yes. Me. Yeah, it was yes. great. I'd love to, you know, I'd love it if, if Lauren Smith could... Explain anything. And And she does talk in normal words, doesn't she? she? Which is something
2: I really like about her. So far, she's only said three football cliches into all of her interviews. So, Lauren, um, next time you're talking, if you could um, just give us a little bit more detail about um, diamonds, please.
0: Diamonds, yeah. But fantastic, um, fantastic game. Really brilliant. What an occasion. It was fun, wasn't it, today? Lots of singing. Yeah, Yeah. and even
1: like... um, (laughs) Chance that came out from nowhere because uh, th- yeah, I think um, part of the Swansea City Ladies team came to watch the game because their game got cancelled uh, due to the weather, and they. Su-
0: Morgan gave them tickets.
1: Oh, really? Oh, nice! I yeah, didn't know that. Last minute. And um, and yeah, I mean speaking of tickets, yeah, I think uh, the new announcer or the new matchday announcer, Corey Cook. I was going to say Corey Smith there, but then he's someone else. Uh, he announced uh, the attendance day was four hundred and three. So mm. it was better than the dumb attendance.
0: Yeah, it was good though. I mean, yeah. fair play to everybody for getting that. And yeah. three every attendance. No, it was seven last time. Oh, I was going to say. I think it was good. It I yeah. think I think that was a good a good amount of people. Um, yeah, well well done to the well done to the crowd. Well done for singing. Well yeah, done it for being was noisy loud. today, wasn't it? It yeah. was good, I and mean, we. I
2: felt like it was a more like the players were doing more and we were doing more today, whereas totally. last week we were quiet.
0: They were quite... It's, it's
2: a dialogue, it, isn't it? It is, but today was um, just, yeah, everyone shouting. I it think
0: was great. we were all up for it. The crowd was up for it. They were up for it. Yeah, we
1: were, yeah. and especially with the kids with the flags so, uh, that you you, you get when you arrive at the game, and yeah, we was a few of us and were incorporating the flying, flat, flying high up in the sky, we'll keep the red flag flying high, which is a song commonly used by British Sea men, but of course changing some of the words to a flag, British Sea women, and... Yeah, Chris, our, our lovely friend and uh, fellow Vixcaster listener, uh, he, yeah, he started that and then I think he got like, <laughs> sang more songs. And, I think it
2: was quite nice because it was a Bristol City song, wasn't it? So a lot of yeah. people there, even if they don't, even if they know anything about Bristol City, they can join in with that one. So I had a lot of people joining in with those songs. So yeah. that was good fun. I
1: did see the, uh, a little girl in front of us, like after we were singing in nobody Like Fran mm-hmm. Bentley, and her asking who I sing was her dad or. <laughs> uncle of a family member said, so, but it's not like a damn bendy song uh, uh, very
2: good excellent well, yeah it was good it was nice singing today and i feel like people in certainly in our section of the stand um they were all singing along with us there was a lot of people we've,
0: lot of, we've commandeered that part yeah, of, the, of nice. the ground so i we? think when
2: people come and sit near that then they want to have a sing song and that's nice yeah. and and even if they weren't singing i was chatting i had a couple of people next to me um that i i didn't know and I was having a chat with them the whole time. It was lovely. It's really mm. nice. So yeah, I that's hope good. it's I hope it's like that all the time. And there's lots of people coming along and wanting to have a chat and have a sing. And yeah, it was just generally really enjoyable. And it made us forget how appalling the weather was and how cold and wet we were.
0: It was good. It good was effort. good. So yeah, well done Bristol City. Well done everybody. Great result. Really nice day. I think that's it for the Bristol City Vixen cast this week. Um, we will be back. I believe um next week i guess depending on if we've seen the game or not it's um that's the thing currently it's up in the air it's not on the telly is it
1: so as far as as i'm aware i don't think charlton have a streaming service or this one that shows their women's games live um like rob like robins tv has um but yeah of course our next well two games are both on the road uh but yeah the next one is against charlton athletic who beat what? Come to beat Watford yesterday, four um in the only fixture that was on Saturday. And looking at the table uh, with the other fixtures that happened this weekend, Bristol City are now seventh in the table on seven points. Hmm. And Durham <laughs> uh, now top of the table following their win today over Go on, Durham. Well o- done, o- over Durham. Lewis. Well done,
2: Durham. Yeah, solid,
0: yeah. solid. I'm, I'm yeah. a
2: secret lover of Durham. It's not a secret.
0: No, it's not, is it? No. I love them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Durham. <laughs> I want to go to Durham. Oh gosh, not uh, this again. Okay, okay, but... gonna leave it there. Gonna leave it there. Okay. Um, Shall we say goodbye? Let's say let's say goodbye, and um, you know, yeah, we we'll hopefully be back. Um, but we might we might not be. It just depends on. <laughs> it depends right, if there's any
1: fuel left in the country. So yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, the fuel in the country. Depends and, if we have to run there or not. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll let you know.